You're listening to Human Library, brought to you by the OUSA Student Support Centre, Diversity Week and Radio 191 FM. Kia ora friends and whanau, my name's Heidi Renata and I'm the Founder and Chief Energy Officer of Innovate HQ, a business marae or innovation hub here in Otipoti, Dunedin. Today I'm here to share a little bit of a story um, that's been inspired by, I guess, a, a journey to entrepreneurship. Um, I am um, born and raised in Milton, just 56 k's just south of Otipoti, Dunedin here. Um, I'm a child of the mid-70s. And when I was sort of growing up, I had no idea what I was going to be. Um, when I grew up, I was renowned as a chatterbox at school. I loved playing lots of sports and uh, loved my artistic uh, talents and skills. But um, through school, I guess, I had kind of no idea where that would lead me. And uh, because obviously a lot of the prescribed pathways as I was going through school didn't probably resonate so much with my personality. Um, Needless to say, uh, later on in life, um, following school, I ended up... um, going into tourism because I thought that was the closest thing to being able to exercise my socialness and then that um, and then on from there I went on to work for uh, Vodafone New Zealand which I spent 13 years working um, for them and in 2015 I retired after a 13 year tenure with Vodafone New Zealand to start a co-working space or what we now call our business marae which is Innovate HQ. It was co-founded by my big brother Steve, who's also an Otago University alumni. And uh, we, the whole purpose for setting this up was instigated back in 2015. Um, I was part of a, a strategic forum to create smart city initiatives for Otipoti Dunedin. And I came up with this crazy idea to set up this co-working space, which I guess was inspired by, um, for lack of a better phrase, like a business cafe, so you could bring people together and actually educate and resource them on um, how to run a business. Um, what I probably didn't anticipate uh, learning through this was um, a journey to my own self-discovery and uh, being able to connect uh, with being Māori. I'm of Napui descent and also have uh, blended heritage with my mum being Scottish and Irish. And I had no idea that when I set up Innovate HQ that it would lead me on a, this journey of self-discovery to, to become more connected and more inspired by what it was to be Māori. I had always, and my father um, is Ngāpui, um, born and raised in the far north, and he met my lovely mother Carol, um, who's from South Otago in the uh, 60s, and... Um, yeah, so I guess growing up through school, I um, you know, grew up in a primarily Pākehā town, which, to be fair, I, I was never really conscious of that. All my friends' mums Pākehā, so everyone else was, um, you know, I anticipated would be Pākehā as well. And, uh, but as I was sort of getting a wee bit older, um, I realised it was more than just having a tan that made me a little bit different. And it wasn't actually until... I guess I was a little bit curious about it, but it wasn't until I um, set up Innovate HQ in 2015 that I would end up on this adventure, I guess, of a lifetime, which has brought me to where I am today. 
And that was, um, you know, when I set this up, the whole purpose of setting up an Avada HQ, or for, for what everyone would know as a co-working space, actually is a, um, has the foundations of a marae, that connectedness, that bringing people together, those social occasions. Um, you know, I'd felt that over the years we'd become fairly fragmented and isolated and siloed as a society. And one of my ambitions as part of the Smart City initiative was to bring people together. So I had the crazy idea, I spent all my pocket money um, on this, uh, this, this, this venture which was originally called Digi Collab um, in its essence at the very beginning. And then uh, probably within a few days or weeks I decided that no, that didn't resonate with me and Innovate HQ was brought to life. But during that process, I guess, um, we've helped over 20,000 people. We've been now in operation for the last four years, and we're just about to evolve into a whole new um, business model, which is really exciting, a whole new chapter of the business. But over these last four years, um, we've manakied over 20,000 manuhiri guests to the space. Uh, I've helped over 350 startups during that period. Um, and we've hosted over 190 events, and that's at a commercial level, but I guess for me, at an emotional and spiritual level, the connection I made during this process was that I actually learned what it meant to be more Māori, and uh, I say that respectfully in the sense of, I'd always done things, I guess, unconsciously throughout my life, and everyone used to say, wow, not many people think about that or do things that way. Heidi, you know, it's quite unique how you do stuff. And I was actually through a mentoring session that I had with uh, one of my business mentors. And uh, we were sitting in a room one day. And for any of you that have been through that whole mentoring session, it's usually a bit of a bit of a verbal boxing match as to why don't you know, remember why you did what you did. And I guess, you know, the biggest thing for me was, you know, from my ambition was that I wanted to create a facility and an environment and an ecosystem where we could be connected and we could share experiences. Because for me, that's one of the most critical and most significant things that you can give to humans. And especially if you're running businesses, um, it's, it's wonderful to have these resources and people that you can click into and cross-pollinate ideas um, and experiences with. Um, and yeah that was through that conversation she challenged me on you know the essence of what we did and we have had all these beautiful taonga these uh, beautiful intricate uh, Maori pieces that were throughout our space and we were putting in I guess these subtle hints around our business model and also um, around our space that was all from a te ao Maori uh, Maori worldview lens and it was at that moment in 2016, I think it was, that she challenged me with the concept that obviously we had created a business marae. And uh, for me, it was kind of an emotional roller coaster at that stage because it was, I guess, um, the dawning of time for me where I suddenly had a recognition that, hey, I am Māori. It is safe to be Māori. I've created this environment so I can be free to express which is exactly what I'd created the facility for, for everybody else. But by default, the facility that I'd created and the business I'd created enabled me to be freer to be myself and learn more about my culture and the significance that it would bring 
to, um, to business in our communities today. So yeah, for me, um, I guess part of my message to you all is um, expect the unexpected. Um, when I set off to set this business up, uh, you know, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, all I wanted to do was find a cool place, make it colourful, and then um, encourage people to come and, and join us. And uh, I've had the pleasure over the last, you know, four years to welcome 20,000 people to my space. Um, and there's never, ever been um, um, a dull moment in any of my time over this four years. The lessons that I've learned, I've had disasters and I've had triumphs throughout that period. And to be honest, um, some of your disasters that you have will actually set you up for some major um, triumphs going forward. It's obviously when you have these so-called disasters or what we would call the, the failures, um, it's nice to acknowledge them and actually learn and spin them off into something that's a, you know really um, powerful. So for me, that was another big learning curve. But yeah, I guess in the sense that the biggest thing I'm pretty passionate about is self is, is um, identity, and I guess one thing we find when we look at setting up a business, we focus on the whole business itself, like what are we doing, versus who are we being when we're running these businesses. So, if I can leave you with any, um, you know, words or hints and tips, give it a go. Don't be afraid to be curious. In fact, I encourage it and I inspire to do that because um, that's probably one thing where, you know, I, as I said, when I set this business up in 2015, I had no idea what I was doing. The reason I wanted to set it up was because I didn't want to see lonely communities anymore and I wanted to people to feel connected and I wanted them to feel free to be themselves and to connect with like-minded people who also wanted to be freed and liberated um, to become the people that they are and in, in during that process it enabled me with the confidence to do it myself uh, and that from my in, you know from my perspective is well beyond the commercial gains and the, and the commercial um, realities it's an emotional and spiritual one and I think you know I'm very passionate about uh, bringing self-identity and um, that spiritual connectedness into business because I believe it's been missing that human element, the human essence as to what makes a good business, you know, it is that human connection. Um, and also the ability to allow people to be themselves. And uh, so, yeah, for me, one of the most powerful things is I never expected to go on a journey of self-discovery when I set up a business. I went in with the whole mindset that this was all about me learning to run a business and make lots of money. But for me, what actually happened was... It injected my mana and it enabled uh, me to be um, to be a more inspired student and, and to learn te reo Māori. My father spoke fluent te reo Māori. Uh, I, I didn't. I did. Um, I have been learning it since I was in you know, probably secondary school. But uh, for me now it's uh, significant and it's a unique point of difference for us as to how we manaki and we welcome people into our environments whether or not, um, it doesn't matter where you are, it's the intention and the effort that you put into making people feel welcome. And to be honest, um, I don't share this too often, but one of the reasons that I did this was because, you know, as a child of the 70s, um, it was pretty hard being 
Māori or part Māori back then because there was a lot of, I guess, media attention around negative stereotypes and stigmas. And I didn't want to be, um, you know, I didn't want to fulfil the stereotype which was all negative about, you know, Māori's being unemployed and having to, you know, there was a real low, low... um, representation of you know I guess any pride or any ambition that we had and for me I guess I was like hell no no one's ever going to tell me that I that I'm not going to be something and I wanted to you know from my angle I wanted to um, prove a point and to stake a claim and and to represent our ancestors and to come and you know and uh, represent being a proud um, proud Māori wahine um, and be able to inspire and encourage more Māori and Wahine or Pacifica or any Indigenous race um, to do the same and I think to not be intimidated about um, having to get the language right from day one because, you know, even being born into being Māori I, I still very much need to practice and I will continue to practice and exercise te reo Māori um, but, you know, one of the beauties that I, beautiful things I love about the um, te reo Māori is it's its essence and the power behind the words, the energy in the words. So I encourage you all to do that. But if I had listened to anyone in my childhood, um, you know, to my harshest critics at the time, I mean, I was lucky to have such a support of whānau. But, you know, there were those critics, you know, um, out there, you know, at school, in the community, who, uh, you know, thought I was just riffraff and would never be anything or become anybody and I wanted, you know, I never wanted to prove them right. So if I was to wrap up um, anything on this call today, it would be don't let anyone tell you you can't do something because you can and you will. Have a great day. Kakite. You've been listening to Human Library, brought to you by the OUSA Student Support Centre, Diversity Week and Radio 191 FM. For more information on Diversity Week, head to www.ousa.org.nz.